Words of Sri Aurobindo I would ask one simple question of those who'd make the intellectual mind the standard and judge of spiritual experience. Is the divine something less than mind or is it something greater? Is mental consciousness with its groping enquiry, endless argument, unquenchable doubt, stiff and unplastic logic, something superior or even equal to the divine consciousness or is it something inferior in its action and status? If it is greater, then there is no reason to seek after the divine. If it is equal, then spiritual experience is quite superfluous. But if it is inferior, how can it challenge, judge, make the divine stand as an accused or a witness before its tribunal, summon it to appear as a candidate for admission before a board of examiners, or pin it like an insect under its examining microscope? Can the vital animal hold up as infallible the standard of its vital instincts, associations and impulses, and judge, interpret, and fathom by it the mind of man? It cannot. Because man's mind is a greater power working in a wider, more complex way which the animal vital consciousness cannot follow. Is it so difficult to see similarly that the divine consciousness must be something infinitely wider, more complex than the human mind, filled with greater powers and lights moving in a way which mere mind cannot judge, interpret or fathom by the standard of its fallible reason and limited half-knowledge. The simple fact is there that spirit and mind are not the same thing and that it is the spiritual consciousness into which the yogin has to enter. In all this I am not in the least speaking of the supermind. If he wants to be in permanent contact or union with the divine, it is not then a freak of the divine itself, giving up its demands and opening and surrendering to a greater light than it can find on its own obscurer level. This does not mean that mind has no place at all in this spiritual life, but it means that it cannot be even the main instrument, much less the authority to whose judgment all must submit itself, including the divine. Mind must learn from the greater consciousness it is approaching it and not impose its own standards on it. It has to receive illumination, open to a higher truth, admit a greater power that doesn't work according to mental canons, surrender itself and allow its half-light, half-darkness 
to be flooded from above till where it was blind it can see where it was deaf it can hear where it was insensible it can feel and where it was baffled uncertain questioning disappointed it can have joy fulfillment certitude and peace this is the position on which yoga stands a position based upon constant experience since men began to seek after the divine if it is not true then there is no truth in yoga and no necessity for yoga if it is true then it is on that basis from the standpoint of the necessity of this greater consciousness that we can see whether doubt is of any utility for this spiritual life to believe anything and everything is certainly not demanded of the spiritual seeker such a promiscuous and imbecile credulity would be not only unintellectual but in the last degree unspiritual at every moment of the spiritual life until one has got fully into the higher light one has to be on one's guard and to be able to distinguish spiritual truth from pseudo spiritual imitations of it or substitutes for it set up by the mind and the vital desire the power to distinguish between truths of the divine and the lies of the asura is a cardinal necessity for yoga the question is whether that can best be done by the negative and destructive method of doubt which often kills falsehood and rejects truth to with the same impartial blow or a more positive helpful and luminously searching power can be found which is not compelled by its inherent ignorance to meet truth and falsehood alike with the stiletto of doubt and the bludgeon of denial and indiscriminateness of mental belief is not the teaching of spirituality or of yoga the faith of which it speaks is not a crude mental belief but the fidelity of the soul to the guiding light within it a fidelity which has to remain till the light leads to knowledge 